in with two hits in one inning, two runs scored, drove in runs with each of his hits, won the first hit, two the second hit. There she goes, no doubt about it. We start off today with another passing of a great sports legend. Hi, welcome to Frankly Speaking. My name is Larry Frank, and I am your host. It seems like the past week, every time we look up, every time we watch the news, we're seeing another sports legend pass away. And yesterday was no exception, as Mr. Tiger Al Kaline passed away at the age of 85. Al played 22 seasons, all with the Detroit Tigers, had a Hall of Fame career, um, 3,000 hits. Uh, he participated in the 1968 World Series, as you just heard that tape. Al Kaline passed away at 85. He will be Surely, surely missed. You know, we've been talking a lot lately about different sports and the effect the coronavirus has had on the entire sports industry. And I want to say a few weeks ago, one of the great, great, great Jacksonville Jaguars, Tony Baselli, had contracted the uh, coronavirus. And uh, yesterday, the great Rich Eisen caught up with him on his podcast. Let's go ahead and listen how Tony Baselli's doing. I'll give you the floor. You're the guy who's been been through um, you-know-what and, uh, and thankfully back. So I give you the floor on the last word here, Tony. <laughs> Yeah, just be smart. Hey, be smart. Listen to the do it to the the healthcare workers are telling the experts are telling us. Stay away from people. Don't go. Don't congregate. Don't be around places. Uh, go out only if it's essential to get to the things you need to do. And even when you do that, be smart. They're asking us to wear masks now. I know it's not cool. I know no one really wants to do it. Wear a mask. It's not going to kill you, and it might protect someone else and protect yourself. And so I think we just have to be smart and think of other people during this time as you're going out and doing what you have to do. Because here's the thing, Rich, this virus is scary. It's also scary for people out there because they're losing jobs and they're out working. And so the fastest way we can get people back working and trying to get this thing back on track is us being smart right now in the short run. And so I just hope we're really smart and we're diligent and listen and uh, take care of each other right now. And if you don't mind me adding one more thing, when you say go out uh, with a mask, um, do do, make sure that the mask is not something that could be used by a healthcare worker. It's something that protects you and others. Because the healthcare workers you mentioned, Tony, were lucky that they were full PPE gear, full personal protective equipment gear. Not a lot of healthcare professionals have all of that at their disposal. Um, and, And we gotta make sure we got to make sure that they have it, right? No, Rich, you're exactly right. I mean, we, I mean, just go wear a scarf, just something. You don't need the N95. You don't need to right. you know what these healthcare workers do. Just wear a basic something to cover in your mouth so if you cough, it's not going everywhere. And we need to be thinking about these healthcare workers because you're right. I was at in there early, 
and talking to them. These are amazing people. They're, they're courageous. Come in and without pause, take care of people like me. And they were thankful at the time that they had the equipment they needed to. But in places like New York and places that are hit much harder, they are using the same protective equipment way more than they should and sometimes not having everything they need. And they're still doing the work of, of trying to, to help people get over this. So um, you got to be smart. I mean, you don't use, you know, the resources that these medical uh, workers need, give to them. We can wrap our face with a scarf or something else and that would be good enough. That was Tony Buscelli, uh, the great offensive lineman that played with the Jacksonville Jaguars from 1995 to 2001, talking about the coronavirus. So, you know, here's an individual who's had the virus that has given us advice. So, you know, let's continue to be careful and listen to the people that are the experts that are instructing us on what to do. You know, we got some breaking news uh, from the Boston Red Sox, actually, just coming in on my Twitter page right now that Chris Saley, this Thursday, if you remember Chris Saley a couple weeks ago, uh, was reported he was done for the season, he was going to have Tommy John surgery. Well, he did successfully have that, and on Thursday, already, he's going to be coming out of the cast. And they're saying he's going to start uh, rehabbing if he's able to down at JetBlue in Florida, where the Red Sox spring training site is, or he possibly will be just doing it at home wherever he can. But he he's pretty ready, which is amazing already, to start rehabbing. So that's Chris Saley uh, of the Boston Red Sox. So when we come back, Major League Baseball has just issued a statement, something that was reported here first on Frankly Speaking about over two weeks ago, and we'll let you know what that is. But first, we're going to hear from our buddy Dick Vitale um, on his tip of the day. Hey, my one eventual tip of the day goes to something I read recently. It said, you know what? Great things happen when you work hard and you're kind to people. And that brought home a memory to me. Growing up as a youngster, I would hear constantly and on a consistent basis from my mom and dad. They would say, Richie, it was never Dick. Richie, be good to people. And people are going to be good to you. And how true that is. Put that hand out. Extend the hand with love in your heart. Help people. You help people. People are going to help you in chasing your goals and your dreams. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to remind you, as we always do, um, there are a lot of small mom-and-pop restaurants out there who really, really could use your help. These are those restaurants when in the good times, when we were not going through this coronavirus, that would take care of us. There's also a lot of sports bars, mom and pop sports bars, even chain sports bars that rely on our business during the, during the season when our sporting events are on. 
Unfortunately, now they are unable to do that because of this coronavirus, and they severely need your help. All it takes is a carry-out or delivery order. You're ordering food every day. Why not order from one of these mom-and-pop sports bars for delivery or carry-out where they can give you the same delicious meal you were able to have when you were dining in in their restaurants? Also, you can pick up a six-pack of beer, baby. That's right. A lot of these restaurants are able to sell beer now. So why not grab a six-pack kit and grab a carry-out order and go ahead and help these restaurants out? Remember, you could be the difference between these restaurants making it or having to close their doors. Thank you very much. Now the 0-1 to Lowry on its way. Swinging a ground ball to second. This should do it. Aki has it. Takes it to second himself. This improbable season has another chapter to it. The Rays are going to the World Series. Yes, the Tampa Bay Rays are going to the World Series. One of my most memorable, I say one of them because I have a lot of them, with the Tampa Bay Rays. Speaking of baseball, um, it was something that we announced here a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about, and I stated in my podcast, that Major League Baseball will begin its season by Memorial Day. And I had, you know, I had people, uh, I won't say in abundance, but I had a lot, some little flack about it. How do you know? How do you know they're going to start here? How are you going to know they start there? Well, it just came out that Major League Baseball is trying to start the season back up by the end of May. Now, I'm going to read this statement by Major League Baseball to you. It is a little lengthy, but... They released a statement on the reported plan to hold all games in Arizona. And the statement reads as follows. Major League Baseball issued the following statement this morning. Major League Baseball has been actively considering numerous contingency plans that would allow play to commence once the public health situation has improved to the point that it is safe to do so. While we have discussed the idea of staging games at one location as one potential option, we have not settled on that option or developed a detailed plan. While we continue to interact regularly with government and public health officials, we have not sought or received approval of any plan from federal, state, and local officials or the Players Association. The health and safety of our employees, players, fans, and the public at large are paramount and we are not ready at this time to endorse any particular format for staging games. In light of the rapidly changing public health situation caused by the coronavirus. Now, then they came out saying they're trying to work on a plan where all the players, including their children and wives, can stay in hotels in Arizona. Now, I have a perspective that may not be the same as a lot of people. And I know we discussed this a little bit in uh, 
previous episodes, but there's gotta be a point where Major League Baseball gets back to normalcy. You know, I'm not no expert. I'm not Dr. Fauci and can tell you what's going to happen and what's not going to happen. But from all model reports, they're saying this week and possibly next week will be the worst. And then there will be a downward curve in the summer months, which basically brings you to the end of April, two weeks from now. Uh, roughly would be, I believe, somewhere around the 20th, the 22nd of April, the curve will go downward, okay? No matter when you start the season, it doesn't matter if you start the season, say, okay, in May, or if you start it in June, there's going to be those critics out there that say you're wrong, and there's going to be those critics that say you're right. As soon as somebody comes up that's infected, while you have the season goes uh, going on, someone's going to come out, there's some media person, some fan, and say, you see, I told you so. You know, there's no right or wrong time. You know, the problem with people nowadays is they're looking at the simplest way out rather than looking outside the box. And I'm telling you something. I was not on that call with President Trump when President Trump had the conference call with all the commissioners. And I tweeted the president. He has yet to get back to me. But if he does, I will definitely, uh, definitely let you know his response. But I'm telling you, speculation only, that the President of the United States had asked all the commissioners to stop thinking outside the box and let's get back on the playing field as soon as possible. Do I know for sure he said that? No. But by the movement of the commissioners since that conference call, NBA coming up with this idea, uh, NHL talking about finishing up, then maybe going only a couple of months without an, um, with an offseason before starting up again. There's a lot going on. The Masters uh, being rescheduled. They already gave you the November dates. Okay, they, the president wants us and society wants them back on the field as soon as possible. Now, that doesn't mean at the rate of risk in your life. No one said that. But, you know, sports is the entity that cures all. People look at sports to relieve the stress of everyday life. They're looking to sports right now to come back so they can at least have a little stress relief, a little mind, a little distraction from the mind of what's going on in the everyday world. And, and we need sports back. And, you know, for these, the media people are ridiculous. They are ridiculous. I'm going to tell you right now, because you can't do no right with the media. The media, you can't do this, you can't do that. Okay, you know why? Because it's not simple. No one said life is simple. What we're going through is not simple. But if you can, instead of putting all that energy towards the negative attitude of we can't, we can't, we can't, 
Why not put that attitude, make it positive, and let's start saying we can, we can, we can, and go out there and let's come up with contingency plans that would allow it. Now, when I take, I'm going to take a quick minute break here to allow our stations to identify themselves. And I'm going to talk a little bit about Roger Goodell and the difference between a league doing that and leagues not doing that. We'll be back right after this message. We're going to hear a little bit from my good buddy, Vince Scully, and see what he's doing without any baseball. Hi, everybody, and a very pleasant good afternoon to you, wherever you may be. Excuse me, that's form a habit. But uh, wherever you may be, that means most of you are home, just as I am, waiting, hopefully, for opening day. I trust all is well. I hope you are far and away from any sickness, and I miss you. You know, when I retired, people asked me, what do you miss the most? And I told them, I miss the roar of the crowd, and I miss the people, the people that I saw daily in the stadium, the workers, the ushers, the ladies cooking the hot dogs. I miss the ladies running the elevators up and down. Uh, those were the people, the ladies who worked in the lunchroom, and, of course, in the press room, the writers. In other words, I didn't really miss the players because once I got involved with radio and TV, I didn't have a chance to hang out by the batting cage. Also, I stopped trying to hang out once the players started to call me Mr. Anyway, these are tough times. Certainly, I don't have to tell you that. But having lived as long as I have lived, I've seen this country, the greatest country on earth, get off its knees, literally and figuratively when they were down and out during the Depression, and when they were on their knees after the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. And what happened then, they unleashed a tiger. The tiger was the whole country pulling together and getting not only back on its feet, but saving the whole world. So you and I, yeah, things are tough, but we'll be up off our knees soon. And we just want to remind you about that. And in the meantime, spend the precious time at home with your family. Pray a little bit more, like most of us will do. And above all, try to smile. Because when you smile, that makes everybody else feel better. Want to remind everyone, we'll come back first of all to, uh, frankly speaking, I want to remind you all that um, if you would like to discuss any sports topic, uh, any concerns, uh, any questions, you, know, you want to disagree with me, remember, this show we agree to disagree. You can contact me at franklyspeaking528 at gmail.com. You can get in touch with me at, uh, at Larry Frankis, that's U.S. Um, on Twitter. I have a Facebook page. Go ahead, go to my Facebook page. Like my Facebook page. Go ahead and follow me. Ask me questions on the page, and I will bring them to the podcast and try to answer them 
as efficiently as I can. We were talking about the return of sports. And I know a lot of people question, number one, you know, what are we going to do? Uh, you know, what are people going to think if we start testing, you know, these millionaire athletes and putting them back on the field? Without, you know, we have to get the CDC approval. We have to get the other federal groups approval. You know, I'm not saying let's put these athletes back on the field at risk. I want to make sure that's very clear. In no way, shape, or form am I saying that. I'm just saying, like I was saying about baseball, is sooner or later, a decision, like I said previously, has to be made. You know, I remember the time uh, back in 88, I was employed with the Yankees, the New York Yankees. And, you know, I, I got along. I was there for three months during spring training. Got along real well with Billy Martin, who was a favorite of mine. Um, and, you know, there's many times me and him uh, had some adult beverages together. And if you knew Billy, you know... He enjoyed those beverages. Um, so Billy and I are sitting down one day and he said to me, said, just remember one thing. Because I was talking to Billy and I said, Billy, I want to be a major league manager one day. And, you know, Billy would talk to me and I'd pick his brain. And, you know, he'd tease me and say, hey, one day you got the mind to do it. And I'm very comfortable thinking I can do it. But that's another story another day. But anyway, Billy said something that I've never forgotten till this day. He said, Larry, your greatest success in life will still have its critics. Think about that. Your greatest success in life will still have its critics. And what he's saying is, you can't do no right in people's eyes. You just have to do what you think is right. And what Billy was telling me that day is that even, basically, even if I win the World Series as the manager of the New York Yankees, there's still going to be people that question me. Just like when Joe Madden won the World Series. For the Cubs, first time since who knows when, there were still people criticizing him. His team just became the best team in the United States of America, and they're still criticizing him. And that's what Billy was trying to tell me back then in 1988. And the same thing's going to happen with this coronavirus. I'm not saying put these people back on the field at risk. I'm saying let's think outside the box. And when, before we went to break, I said I was going to talk to you about a league that's doing that. Look, you want to talk about great leadership. I've mentioned this before. Great leadership is defined in times of adversity. And Roger Goodell, I have to give him all the credit in the world. Whether you like him or not like him, he is leading the NFL right now through one of the toughest periods, just like every other commissioner is, 
that we've ever had. And he's coming up with these amazing ideas. You know what? Other sports wouldn't cancel the draft if it was in their league. Not Roger Goodell. He says, we're going to figure this out just because we are not going to let this virus dictate what we do. And that's exactly what Roger Goodell's doing. He's out there thinking outside the box. We will have an NFL draft. We just are not going to have it like we did previously. We're going to do it virtually. Why can't we have the NFL draft? Sure, so you don't get all that huggy, huggy, kissy, kissy, congratulations BS. Big deal. You can still make the advertising dollars. The advertising dollars are going to be outrageous. No sports are going on right now. How many people do you think are going to be watching that NFL draft? Millions. Roger Goodell is thinking outside the box. That's the difference. He's thinking of ways to do different things. Even the NCAA, I give a little credit. They're thinking outside the box with recruiting. They can't go visit recruits. You know how hard it is for collegiate sports right now, not being able to be out there recruiting, but they can do it virtually. Now, People are going to say, well, Larry, that's the draft. Okay. Baseball, more and more tests, according to the DC, CDC, and who, are being made available. In a couple more weeks from now, looking towards the future, not only are more tests supplies going to be available, quicker results will be available. If you go out there and test players from every single team, every single team, and they test negative for this disease, it's no different than them playing last year. Anybody can get sick. You know, then what happens, Larry, if somebody does for somehow get infected? The workers at the hotel. Guys, you can get sick every day. You cannot, you got to fight fear. You can't let fear fight you. And if, now I'm not saying once again, and I'm stressing myself. If the rate of infection is high and the curve has not hit that downward swing, then we should not play sports, obviously. But if the curve is coming down and less and less cases are being reported and they're going to be in one single location, it can be done. It's not going to be easy. Life isn't easy, but I, I don't want the fans and the media to think that just because it's not easy doesn't mean it can't be done. That's the problem with society today. If it isn't easy and right there in front of them, it's no good. They don't have the work ethic 
that we used to have a while back, 20 years ago or so. We have to get back to that type of thinking. Easy doesn't necessarily make it right. Sometimes you got to take the hard road. You know, I don't know about anybody else, but I can't get to the, stop of, the top of a stairway without starting at step one. And that's what we have to do in professional sports. Want to remind you all again that if you would like to contact us, talk about anything in relation to sports, uh, you can get in touch with us at Frankly Speaking 528 at gmail.com. We have a Twitter account at Larry Frankis. That's a U.S. at the end. We got a Facebook page. Like my Facebook page. Like my Twitter page. My Facebook page, as soon as I get breaking news that I think is relevant, I post it right on my Facebook page. So you can get all the updated news, whether it's breaking or not, in the world of sports. Also want to remind you there is a link at on this podcast where you can send me a voice message and I will try to get it on our show and most of the times I do. So please, please, please leave me a message. We're going to go to another quick break so that our stations can identify themselves. We'll be right back right after this message. Welcome back to the last few minutes of Frankly Speaking. Uh, I know the last couple of days you all enjoyed a lot of the guests that we've interviewed on the show. And we're going to continue to try to get as many guests as possible in all sports. Uh, doesn't matter what it is. Um, we love to interview people. Uh, we know a lot of the people that listen to this podcast are either from Massachusetts or uh, Florida. And we're starting to get a decent following here in uh, Arkansas as well. So, you know, if you want to ask questions about your teams or want guests on your team, you know, on your team to appear on the show, if we can get those people on, we will do the best that we can. We also like getting people on that run Facebook pages. You know, the guests that I have had on that have run Facebook pages have been some of the most intelligent people that I have talked about, when it's particularly when it comes to their team. And we've had some great, great, great interviews, and we'll continue to try to get those people on for you. You know, we want to let you know that if you have any friends, if any of my listeners, and I'm going to go probably public with this on our Facebook page, and maybe even our Twitter page later today. But if you have any friends that own mom and pop restaurants or businesses in general, and you would like me to give them a plug on this podcast to try to help them create some business during this time of need, I will definitely do everything I can to get it on. I would ask you to either go to my Facebook page. That's one of the easy ways or the easiest other way to do it would be to go to franklyspeaking528 at gmail.com. Leave me a message. Leave me the name of your business, where it's located, 
And just a little description of what you do so I can put together a little something that sounds good for you. You know, I'm here to help. I don't have millions of dollars to give. But if I can give you a plug and it just helps you get one carryout or delivery order, I will be more than happy to do that. The only thing you'll have to do, especially depending where you're from, what I'll do is the after the podcast, I will put it on your timeline and just ask your friends to share it on their timeline because obviously the more people in your particular area that listen to the podcast will hear the plug and come to your place to make a purchase. I want to let you know if you're down in the Tampa Bay area today, it's already been done. Uh, The Buccaneers have revealed their new uniforms. I I saw them vaguely. I didn't really get to look at them, but from first appearance, they didn't look too bad. I'll get to look at them a little bit uh, later after this podcast. Uh, I want to thank all of you very, very much. for listening to me today, and we'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Frankly Speaking.